Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Today, I want to talk about where our identity comes from. I feel like a lot of problems in our lives come from this question of who I am and why I am that person. And this is something that as I work to develop more material for uh, the programs that I write and that I'm a part of, one of the uh, consistent threads in a lot of the conversations is about behavioral uh, responses to things. And a lot of our behavioral uh, responses are based, they can all come back to who we are and what makes us unique and what makes us special. And because people are searching for purpose, they're searching for truth, they're searching for why are we here? What, what makes me different? And those like insecurities that can be developed as it seems like other people have their lives all figured out. And as we compare ourselves to each other, which is very unhealthy, uh, and it's a false guide anyway, because we're not in each other's heads or bodies or homes or cars or lives, it is hard for us to have an accurate perspective on where someone else is coming from anyway, because we truly don't have the point of view that would give us enough facts to be able to truly judge where someone else is at or where we're at. And so what happens is comparisons, it's like a whole jungle emotionally because we are um, comparing things without facts. And so I think a lot of really weird inferiorities, insecurities, feeling like you're behind, you're running behind the bus instead of driving the bus or headed in the right direction uh, come from that. And I think really, if you can get settled into who you are and who you were designed to be and who you were made to be, it kind of just go, okay, this is it. And definitely, I believe in working to be the best that you can be to um, consistently every day sowing into, and by sowing, I mean like planting the right seeds in your life, watering the right seeds in your life that over time grow. But the the weird thing about that is you can't even tell that they're making a difference. And I don't think you ever can really tell until you're really at the end of it all. Um, And all of a sudden it's like for 20 years I've been doing this and wow, I think it's made a difference. But like vitamins, people are like, does it make, do you feel better? I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm doing, I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. I'm rowing every day. I'm, you know, I'm doing all these other things. So what is it that's really making me feel better? I don't know. I think a combination of 10 lifestyle choices that I've made and they're all making me feel better. And, you know, I'm going to bed on time or whatever. It's like, I don't think that you can really pinpoint one specific thing that and isolate those things. And that's why a lot of people don't do that, do them, because you can't really tell if it's making an impact until a long ways down the road. And I don't even think you ever really get to a point where it's like, thank God I did that. I think it's just over the course of time being consistent with um, taking good care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally. It shocks me, even in your relationships, like having trust between you and the people that that uh, you do life with on your teams, in your relationship, your friendships. It really makes a difference the way you talk to people, the way that uh, you solve conflict, the way that you truly nurture and care for the people around you. It really will, you'll get 
you know, down the road and it's like, how do we grow apart? Or wow, our relationship is stronger than ever. I remember there was a season where um, a lot of my friends were getting married, they're having kids and that wasn't my world and it isn't yet. And I'm, I'm excited to enter into that. I'm in no rush to enter into it. But our worlds just changed quickly, a lot of my, my friendships. And their most important thing was definitely not what my most important thing was at the same time anymore. And our like our solar system sort of like kind of started circulating around different worlds. And I had to make a conscious decision to find out now what is the most important thing to these people who I love so much. And so I consistently listen and I am so, I think I'm a lot healthier for having uh, people in all walks of life around me. I'm close to people who are lots of different ages and I'm close to people who are in different seasons than I am. And we often talk about how it's healthy for both of us, you know, all like for, it's healthy for me to, to be close to them. It's healthy for them to be close to me because we constantly can learn from each other. And there, there were turning points in my relationships where it was like a crossroad where it was like, I don't relate to this. I don't relate to this moment that they're having, but I do relate to something being really important to me and I can listen and hear why it's important to them. And I made a decision. I want this person in my life and I am going to do what it takes to stay invested in the things that they're invested in. And so I think that there are seasons of that for all of our things that we're dealing with, for um, you know our belief systems, for whatever it is that is important to you. I feel like we can go through times where we strengthen our resolve that it's like, if it's important to you, it's important to me. And that breeds connectivity and closeness to the people that matter most to us. And then I also believe that we don't have to be as close as we once were to each other forever. It depends. There are seasons for things. There are times that we grow close and there are times that we have space and that's okay. But I do believe that when it comes down to the core of our identity and who we are and why we're here, I believe we're all here to um, contribute and make a meaningful contribution to the earth. Now, how? I think that's between you and what you're led to do in your life. And I think there are no brainers. I think that it's obvious that we are supposed to take care of our bodies. We we need to be as healthy as we can be so that we can stay here as long as we're supposed to. <laughs> and not that that always means that you will, but I just mean you got to take care of yourself and make good choices and you don't need a big revelation for that. Like that is a normal, obvious thing that we need to tend to ourselves, okay? I think um, another thing is that it's obvious that we need to have healthy relationships, have healthy friendships. We Another obvious thing to me is that we need to constantly work on ourselves and improve ourselves and that we are our greatest works of art. I believe that. I believe that I can't control anybody but myself. And if you try to, it's exhausting and it doesn't work and it's actually just discouraging and disappointing. And people hate it. People don't want to be controlled, but I can control myself. I can control how I behave in a situation. I can control how I respond. And that helps me to make a better contribution to the lives around me. I'm constantly evaluating and monitoring my behavior, not in a weird way, but just in a growth way where I want to see how I could come across better or 
man, you know, something happened to me recently. I felt really upset. And then I was in this position of leadership where I had to lead. And I was like, now that this upsetting thing is in my filter, I really have to pull myself together. And that happens a lot. I think about people that have like daily talk shows or that uh, have these public positions. And it just like, I just think, man, I'm sure that they're dealing with personal issues behind the scenes all the time. And they still have to be in this position where they're giving out, always giving out, you know? And I just wonder where do they put that? Where do they put the hormonal day? Or where do they put the fact that they didn't sleep last night? Or where do they put the weird conversation that they had just before they came out? And I'm aware of that. I'm in uh, you know, a role where a lot of times I, I do have a leadership position in situations and I'll be bringing crazy things in the room and I have to, to get it off of me. And, and in that moment, I'm like, you know what? It's not about me right now. It is not about me. It is about whoever else is in this room. My identity doesn't come from what other people think about me. Not anymore. The older I get, the less I care about what people think. Sometimes I scare myself because I'm getting to the point where I'm like, what? This is what I've got. This is who I am. Love it or leave it. I do not care. And it's true. And it's like getting to a point where it's exciting because it's such freedom. It really is a place of freedom when you are willing to do whatever it takes for what you believe and who you're fighting for. And, you know, I really, my desire is to make a, uh, an intentional contribution where I help people. I help the people around me in whatever way that I can. I just really don't care anymore about like whatever it takes for me to do that, I'm willing to do. And I felt that way in different seasons, but I'm truly getting to this place of abandonment where I'm like, what price do I have to pay to get to the people that I'm supposed to reach? And you get to that point. And I think that that's one of the greatest things of growing up. It's awesome. It's really fun. Freedom is fun. You know, it really is. You're just like, I'm dancing and I, I look crazy and I don't care. <laughs> and it gets to this point where it's like, it's just not about me and it's not about you. It's just like, it lets, it's about the greater good. It's about the bigger impact that we're supposed to have and plugging in and doing what we're supposed to do in different seasons of our lives. We can get disheartened where we forget about the bigger picture or if you start to feel behind uh, or if you're not comparing yourself to other people, comparing yourself to an ideal of where you thought you'd be or a milestone of, of those different things, you know, and, and different things can feed into that and contribute to that. But, you know, I'm telling you, if we can just keep our blinders on and keep ourselves focused on being the best that we can be and doing the best that we can do to draw our identity and our worth from things that are meaningful and not let stupid things matter so much. And I do think that it's good to look your best. I think it's good to do the best that you can with what you've got. But then after that, who cares? It's like that can't be where our value is. Our value can't be in the brand name of the things that we we wear or in the value of my home and how much my home is worth or my car. Honestly, I can't even go there because that's just not me. We all have our issues. That's just not my issue. I could care less about that. Uh, but it doesn't mean that I'm any better than anybody else. We all are struggling with the things that we're individually struggling with. But as we overcome them, we can help other people overcome. And it's just so, life is just so much bigger 
than one individual person. And when we're selfish and narcissistic and our worlds revolve around ourselves, it's so hard to remember the people around us and the other lives on the other side of our projects, of our obedience, of our phone call. And I'm, in, I'm involved in a project right now where there are multifacets to the layers of what's happening. And there's an obvious thing that's happening. We're doing a production. And then there are all these really cool conversations I'm getting to have with all these personal breakthroughs that people are having throughout being involved in it. And it is just, it's an incredible honor. And it is so humbling to get to do my part. But I'm just one person. There are tons of us that are involved in this. And the production hasn't even gone live yet. Like we're still in rehearsals and we're having buzzing, buzzing happening through the rehearsals. And it's a really cool thing to get to contribute to. And when I leave rehearsal, I am very aware of the responsibility and what I've been entrusted with. And I take it as a high, high honor. And I feel the weight of it even talking about it. I can tangibly feel the weight of the responsibility that I've been entrusted with. And Whatever it is that you've been entrusted with, if that's a household, if that's a minivan full of kids, do you realize how important that is? How significant that is? How you are raising up human beings. You are entrusted with the responsibility of downloading your life into people who are making decisions every day about their self-worth, about their value, about their confidence, about their identity, based on a lot of the experiences they're having with you. Isn't that crazy? I mean, no pressure, but dang. And so if you start comparing yourself to other people, you start to lose sight of what your job is and what you've been entrusted with. And may we never lose sight. We have to look at each other and remember, we're here to cheer each other on. We're not here to compete. We are here to contribute. As I carry my weight and I contribute what I'm supposed to, it brings, it alleviates the suffering and it brings um, my contribution to the table, which helps other people to do their thing where they don't have to carry my weight. And it's like, it's an amazing thing. And if you could value what it is that you're doing and what you're bringing and how, see how important it is, then you uh, will see yourself differently. And it'll be, I don't know, it's just cool. You're entrusted with unique honors and responsibilities every day, if you could see it that way. If you're a barista at Starbucks, you every day are encountering hundreds of people that are coming to you. Sometimes you have regulars, you remember their name, you remember their orders. And you know, I lived alone in a city for four and a half years by myself where I didn't have a strong community. I was in and out, I had friends, but it's just not the same as when you're involved in and in where your family is and where your community is like I am now. And those little encounters with the people that worked at the grocery store, that worked at the coffee shop, I looked forward to them every week. Sometimes I would just walk through Nordstrom to see a friendly face that I, I recognized, especially the first year and a half that I lived there alone. And I am very outgoing. I love people. But when you're isolated in, in a city where you don't know people, you don't realize that your friendly touch of knowing how to spell somebody's name on the cup and remembering what their order is, that could be the highlight of their week. And I know that that could be very sad for you that don't realize but for the masses of us that have been isolated and are like little satellites in different towns, you don't realize how much that human touch matters. And it's made me so aware of lonely people and of people who are isolated that I, I think I operate differently now after having that experience. Instead of feeling kind of invaded, 
I am more inviting. And that's my natural personality is to be more inviting. But life starts to, you know, give us reason to start filtering and guarding ourselves. And for good reason, because we hurt each other and, and stuff happens and heartache and your hopes get not met and it's just like hurtful and ugh, we start to protect ourselves and guard ourselves. And that's okay in some you know, instances, but we still have to be available to each other and we still have to show up and be present, which is when we have the best encounters, when we have these incredible experiences with each other is when we're willing to listen and let our guards down and have a real human moment with each other. And that doesn't happen when we're trying to pretend to be somebody that we're not. That doesn't happen when we're trying to guard ourselves from the hurt, you know, that happens with life. It happens when we just decide, you know what, I'm enough. I am good enough with exactly who I am and with where I'm coming from. And I will work to be better. But this is this is what I've got. This is who I am. And so I'm going to be the best that I possibly can be in this configuration and in this life. And I am going to contribute. I'm going to show up today and I'm going to contribute. And where your identity comes from is very obvious. It's obvious on social media. It's obvious to the lives around you. And so I just want to encourage you to dig deep and to remember that there's a much bigger picture here and that you are contributing your piece, but that it's not all about you. The world does not revolve around me. It really doesn't. And it doesn't. Thank God it doesn't. That's so much pressure. And as you look at other people, it's amazing how much smaller our problems get and how it puts everything in perspective. Thank you guys for listening. I'm really encouraged by your feedback and I'm really happy to be in this together and I'll be back to talk more later. 